You're listening to the Faithful Plate Podcast, a show that exists at the intersections of faith, food, and everything else in between. I am the host of this show, Siad Wells. Thank you so much for listening, for growing, for thinking, really just being in dialogue with me about these topics and all of these things. It is time to talk about everything that we were all thinking in the past several episodes of the shows, you know, time to talk about food. And I'm sure you were thinking, you know, when is this going to come up? When are you going to talk about food? And so that day is today. The faithful plate implies, of course, some sort of conversation or allusion to or reference to food and don't be fooled or concerned this isn't a vegan podcast and for various reasons the main one is because i am not vegan and if you are that's awesome and if you aren't that's awesome too i just wanted to have a conversation about food about faith about family about what it means to live a life that you know is lives with other people's life and their dignity and their right uh in mind so i think there are three things that when you're first meeting someone that you don't talk about you don't talk about religion you don't talk about politics this is this is what they say anyway and i think sometimes you don't talk about food and have you ever heard that vegan joke the one where they say you know if someone is vegan you'll meet the you'll know within the first five minutes of meeting them and all jokes aside i think that talking about food is really important because in so many ways it is central to our society it is family togetherness strength challenge relationship and i don't have i don't have a statistic on this but i'm sure there is a number of how many people make a living off of some type of agriculture and it's that's important to know it's important for us to know and realize and understand that if we do decide to make different choices that'll impact other people's lives and we have to think about that and you know you know food is also how people and also how animals can grow and thrive and continue to exist in our world and it as I said, kind of feels more or less like the center of our lives. And it's because so much community happens around food. Nourishment has really been an interesting kind of phrase or thing to think about. And I have no idea really, I should have asked someone, but I have no idea really what other people think when you hear the word nourishment and I think you know part of me talking about it 
into this microphone is trying to figure out also what I think about nourishment. I'm always, whenever I'm, I'm doing a, a show like this, it is as much as me thinking is, it is about me answering questions and also <laughs> asking questions. So when I think about nourishment, I think about, you know, aside from opening the dictionary and looking up the definition, what does it really mean? What does it mean as a person of faith? And maybe you're a person who is not of any particular faith and doesn't believe any kind of God or anything at all. How does the idea of nourishment nourishment impact us? Is it good? Is it bad? What things are nourishing to us? And I think that is probably one of the the biggest questions that there is to consider and to ask. And I think it's it's really important because in my mind, food isn't the only thing that nourishes us. It's like, and also what what parts of us need to be nourished? I have I have some ideas, but that that's also something I'm considering. And there's so much to think about and like so many things it's it's swinging back and forth it's evolving it's transforming so it i don't think that you ever become or or attain a permanent state of nourishment i think maybe maybe with some things you can be satisfied whether it be with your with your life different parts of your life your relationships your working situations, uh, whatever it is that you're doing in life. I think you can be satisfied, but that doesn't always mean that it's nourishing. And I think sometimes nourishing or can want or lead us to be looking for something. It can, it can be pulling us along on a string of searching and I think in that searching, there's there's this journey that we're on. And in that journey, maybe we come to find whatever it is for nourishment and, and what it can mean in that any one time. I've also considered fullness and fullness of the heart, fullness of the mind, fullness of in the in the in the more literal sense of the stomach of the body and i think it, it kind of led me to think about these things fullness and nourishment it's like or or what it it what it feels like the sensations for for me and when you've just eaten something that is your absolute favorite food and it just feels so good I live in Austin, Texas, and there is this local-ish chain. I think it's local. I think it's local to Texas anyway. Chain called Torchy's Tacos. And let me tell you, I had these tacos for the first time on my like third day of living here because I went there with some people that I work with. And wow, the tacos are so good and the salsa is also so good and 
I was satisfied. I was full after eating that. But I also, in that moment, I felt nourished because it just, it spoke to parts of me that I didn't even know needed to be spoken to. Cause you know, you think of tacos and I don't, I don't know where you live, but you know, where I come from tacos, you have them, but tacos in Texas are just different in, in the best way. But that's when I, you know, when I think about fullness, when I think about satisfaction, when I think about these moments of being nourished, I think about torches tacos. I think about my favorite foods. You can think about, you know, when you've eaten something that maybe you don't love it, but you're full. So that maybe that's that, that fullness. It's this, this in between state for me, listening to music is incredibly nourishing. It nourishes and it satisfies so many parts of me. It satisfies and it nourishes my need to be creative and to feel, which I think is what music does for a lot of people and in any kind of art that you really, really love. It, it speaks to you in a way that very few things do. And the thing about nourishment is that it's really difficult to describe. And I think it can also be really difficult to, or maybe difficult, not the word, it can be challenging to want to maintain or attain intentionally. Like it comes to you in that moment and the magic and the beauty of it all is that it comes when you weren't thinking about it. So yes, I go go to Torchies, I go get my tacos, I go listen to my favorite Beyonce song looking for nourishment, but that doesn't mean that every time that I have those things that I, that I get it, it only comes sometimes. And that is this special part, this really amazing and, and gracious part. And I don't, I don't know if you remember, but there used to be these books called chicken soup for the soul. And they were these books of, you know, kind of nonfiction or narrative fiction stories. And people would talk about different things. Sometimes they were sad, sometimes they were happy. And I used to read the like young adult versions when I was, you know, like a teen and they were everywhere. They were, they were super popular. And it's been a long time since I remember, you know, reading one of those, but I remember those feeling and seeming as though they were to kind of nourish the soul. It, it was the, the chicken soup was the words on the page and then I would read them and then you know, my soul, my heart would feel <laughs> nourished. And those books and a lot of books that I read as a young adult gave me that same kind of feeling. It allowed me to see and to be, to be seen and allowed me to see a lot and learn a lot about the world. And that's part of of nourishment too. Again though, nourishment and food I think do go hand in hand, kind of. The beautiful thing is that you can and you get to determine what nourishment means for you, especially when it comes to food. So for me it's torchies, but for you it could be something else. And my goal in this project and with Creature Kind, you know, as an incredible organization is never to quote unquote, convert someone to being vegan, but it is, it is to have 
more conversations about animal welfare and about the welfare of those who sewer those animals. And I think somewhere in there, there is a conversation about nourishment and the very varied ways that we nourish our bodies and also the the ways that we nourish the bodies of our animal friends whatever we choose to eat is in some way indicative of how we hope to be satisfied to be full to be nourished and there's also part of 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 that of the nourishment of what we eat as to how we continue to nourish our earth right so are we are we watering our plants are we saving the bees or are we making sure the the monarch butterflies are there and and all of that like all of that uh, you know what we choose to eat also affects you know what those animals uh those lives on this earth what they are able to do and also just our natural environment if we stop watering those the shrubs out in the front yard well that means that they're no longer nourished right they're no longer green and they're no longer healthy and if we continue to make choices that we know may not be the best for everyone that's not really nourishing for us or for the other thing and I think it's not really about doing away with any one thing completely it's not about you never eating meat again although it it might be for you Um, but it might be having less of this thing it might be partaking in more of of this thing it might be alternatives and substitutes and maybe sometimes it means that we go with less and ultimately focus on the reduction of whatever it is that is continuing to to maybe not be so great we have to think about nourishment in a way that nourishes ourselves and everything around us and we have to act and work and you know be advocates on behalf of of everything else around us it is is our job to take care of each other and for those of us who may experience oppression in some kind of way it is our job to to look to those who are also oppressed and to work for our own liberation because i think that that is ultimately how we are going to be free and so nourishment is about freedom it is about love it is about a feeling of fullness and however you choose to do that is however you do we have we all have reasons and those are all really beautiful and really important so just thinking about what it is nourishment means to you in terms of food in terms of faith in terms of family in terms of your favorite animal friends, in terms of this earth. We have to think about it. We have to be in conversation with each other about it. And I think it is only then that 
we will have answers, but also we will just all generally be in a better place. So thank you so much. That was my thoughts. Those were my thoughts on nourishment. And, you know, I want to know what does that mean to you when you hear nourishment? I want to have a conversation about it. You know, hop into my DMs, send me an email. I I would really love to know what does nourishment mean to you, for you, for your animal friends, for the earth, for everything. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.